overcome. We all have things that we desire to overcome in this life. All have things. Overcome them. The people who endure through great suffering, great suffering of this world, of this life, that resists the temptation of sin against God, the overcomer. Those who fight through evil, the evil of this world, to, re- to bring forth the good of this world, endure it all, endure it, suffering. Those who get slapped around by this world, beat down by this world, but endure to overcome. Endure to overcome. Those who press on through the aches and pains of these dying bodies and press on. And press on, church. Those who endure sickness and disease, but their faith still lies in God. And they press on. They endure. They suffer. And they press on. And they press on. Those. Those. That endure so much in this world. When I think of overcomer. God poured in my spirit. To go back to history. To go to history. And I think of. The history of this country where many of people, especially minorities, had to suffer and endure to overcome. I think about Dr. Martin Luther King and all that he had to suffer and endure. For justice, a man who lived for justice, a man who lived for equality for all people. A man that died for justice and equality for all people. That suffered the pains of the beatings. Suffered the stabbings. His family suffered the threats of hate. Those that marched with him, those of that era that stood for justice, also suffered, but endured, endured. They did not give up. They endured. They didn't quit. They endured. Some of our relatives was in that generation. Some of our moms, dads, grandparents, aunts, uncles lived through that era, that generation, and endured and suffered, but are still here today as a testimony, as a testimony of being an overcomer, of being an overcomer, church. God took me to history, the history of the overcomer, the enslavement of human beings to another human being. The enslavement of a whole race of people because of the color of their skin. 
They were made to feel less than, less than human. Treated like property, not human. They were bought, sold, traded, leased, mortgaged, just like we do our houses, our cars, and any of our property. And they endured. I say they because I feel that there's nothing that my generation has been through or would go through that can compare to what those generations had to endure and suffer to overcome. They literally had nothing. Not even the clothes on their backs. Church, all they had was their faith. All they had was their faith in the promises of God that kept them going. And we may say today, there's no way. There's no way that I would let another human being put a, 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 a chain around my neck or chain my feet up or let me out during the day to labor, to be a servant and cage me back up at night. They endured. They endured. They suffered through it all. And we might say, there's no way. There's no way. The only choice they had was death. And we probably say, well, that's the choice we probably would have took. To take our own life instead of suffering and enduring what they went through. But they stood fast in their faith and they endured and suffered to overcome. And we are witnesses to that faith. Witnesses to that faith, church. Endure to overcome. And then I opened my Bible. After hearing all of this, and I open your Bible and you say, wow. Wow, God, wow. I see the whole scope of God's plan for the human race. Jesus, being God himself, had to come from heaven above as human beings, as men just like us, to show the world love, not hate. To teach the world how to be an overcomer. Jesus had to endure the world, church, to overcome the world. Jesus, in the form of man, fully God, fully God, came to bring love to the world to erase the hate came to bring good to erase the evil, the evil, to save us from the destruction of the strongholds of sin, church. Jesus, Jesus. But in doing so, Jesus himself had to suffer. He had to suffer. He had to suffer, church. 
So if you have your Bibles, we'll be reading from Mark 15 through 20. Jesus suffered. Jesus endured. And Pilate again said to them, Then what shall I do with man, this, the man that you call the king of Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. Crucify him. And Pilate said to them, Why? Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released from them Barnabas, and having scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace, that is the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole battalion, and they clothed him in a purple cloak and twisting together the crown of thorns. They put it on him, and they began to salute him. Hail the king of the Jews. And when they were striking him, striking his head with a reed, they spitting on him and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of his purple cloak and put his clothes on him and they led him out to crucify. Scripture tells us, consider him, consider him, Jesus, who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, Jesus. So you, church, we won't grow weary and give up. Consider what they did to Jesus, our Savior, our Master, our Lord, consider what they did to Jesus. Do you not think that you and I will not suffer? Consider what they did to Jesus. They lied on Jesus. Pilate knew that Jesus had done nothing wrong, nothing wrong. But he wanted to please the crowd. He wanted to please the crowd. And protect his own reputation. And protect his own reputation, church. He was scared of the truth. He didn't want to suffer. He didn't want to endure. He was afraid of the truth. And Jesus was the truth. Jesus was the truth. Pilate wasn't concerned about justice. No, he wasn't concerned about justice. He wanted to satisfy the crowd. So he released a murderer, a murderer, and handed over the sinless son of God to be crucified. To be crucified. They scourged Jesus, meaning they whipped him. Whipped him until his skin ripped open until his skin ripped open. This is Jesus. 
They led him away, but not before mocking him. Not before mocking him, church. In front of the whole battalion of soldiers, mocking him. They put the robe on him along with the crown of thorns squeezing into his head, causing blood to pour. They made fun of Jesus, slapping him across the face, slapping him across the head. This is Jesus. And then they began to spit on him. They began to spit on him, church, and they led him out to be crucified. The son of God, the son of man. This is what they did to him. Do you not think that we will suffer in this world? Are we willing to endure to overcome? Are we? Jesus endured the suffering, humiliation, the torture. Jesus endured and sacrificed himself for us all to show there is no greater love. There is no greater love. There is no greater love. The Bible tells us that love endures all. Love overcomes evil. Overcomer. Overcomer. A person who overcomes something. A person who overcomes something. One who succeeds in dealing with or gaining control of some problem or difficulty. This is the definition of overcomer in the Webster Dictionary. Gaining control of some problem or difficulty. Not allowing the problem or difficulty to overtake them. God wants to plant a seed, church. God wants to plant a seed. Gaining control over the problem. Gaining control over the difficulty of this life. Enduring it. God wants to plant a seed of love, concern. A seed of strength. A seed of strength. To prepare us for what's to come. To prepare us for what's to come, church. Will you be an overcomer? Will you be an overcomer? Will you be able to endure the worst of this life? The worst of this life. Will you be able to endure, church, and not give up? Not quit. Will you rise above the hardships that may come your way, that will come your way in this life? They will come your way. Will you rise above the hardships? Will you prevail against adversity when things don't go your way? How will you respond? How will you answer that call? Will you give up or will you choose to endure? 
Will you stand strong when the world system tells you you're not worthy? That you don't qualify for this, for that. You're denied, denied, denied. Will you stand strong in your faith? Or will you give up because of a little resistance? How can we overcome if we're afraid of resistance? Resistance. Prepare yourself, church. Prepare yourself. Will you stand strong in your faith when you feel you're surrounded by the enemy? But you can't point them out. Will you be scared? Will you lose hope? Will you trust and believe that your battle is not against flesh and blood? Will you trust and believe that your battle is not against your neighbor? Will you trust and believe that your battle is not against what you can see? That it's against what you cannot see. The powers of darkness that surrounds us daily. Daily. Will you fight to overcome that? Will you fight to overcome that, church? The things that you can't see. The knock at your door that you hear, but no one's there. The games that are playing in your mind, you don't understand why. The times when you fall into temptation, don't understand it, not understanding why. Why did I give in? Or will you stand strong in your faith and endure to overcome? Endure to overcome, church. Christ, the overcomer, calls us to overcome. Yes, he does. To overcome the strongholds of the devil's temptation. The devil's temptation, the devil's playground, the devil's juice, the devil's cigarettes, the devil's playground. We have the power through Christ to overcome these things, church. We have the power to overcome drug addiction, self-doubt, alcoholism, depression, Anxiety, the suicidal thoughts that come. We have the power to overcome these things through Christ Jesus. We are called to overcome these things through the faith that we have. The living faith, church, that we have. The living faith. We have the power to overcome because Jesus made us overcomers. He made us overcomers, church. So we must prepare. We must prepare to strengthen ourselves, to strengthen ourselves, to overcome just as our Lord of lords, our King of kings, our master has overcome this world. Jesus, prepare yourself. John 16, 33. This is Jesus. 
I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. You may have peace through Jesus. In the world you will have tribulation. He says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus says there will be tribulation, church. There will be tribulation. Because the world don't understand our life in Christ. They don't understand our life in Christ. Jesus has commanded us to bring this life to the world. To the world. You must remember, church, you're, not no, you're no longer of this world. You're just in this world. Jesus knew that they would not understand. They would not understand this life. So we will face tribulations, church. We will. We will. There's no doubt about it. We will. There's no running from it. But Jesus says, take heart. He says, take heart. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Those that have faith understand what Jesus is saying. Be of good cheer. No matter the trials or tribulations that come upon you. I live in you. You live for me. Overcome. You have the power to do it. We all face trials and tribulations. Jesus says, take heart. Take heart. Be of good cheer. You can overcome it. You can overcome it through his strength. Through his strength, church. We know that no worldly pleasures or worldly rewards did not distract Jesus, did not distract Jesus from coming to speak love, to be our Savior. Nothing distracted Jesus. He was on a mission, and he suffered and had to endure through it all for all of our sake, for all of our sake, church. And he calls us in these words that we, too, are overcomers. Know that you are overcomer. Know that you are an overcomer, church. So as Christians, we are overcomers. As Christians, we are overcomers not because we have personally overcome anything, but because Jesus overcame everything, everything that would defeat us in this life even death. Even death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of your identities in Christ is an overcomer. If you are a Christian, that's one of your identities in Christ. An overcomer. Yes, it is. Every believer in Christ is an overcomer. You are an overcomer, church. But not all believers can overcome. Not absolutely, no. We can fail to live 
for Jesus. We can fail to give in to sin. We can fail to do what's right. We can fold in our faith and tuck it away and live in fear. So we have a choice. There is a choice to be an overcomer. There is a choice. The spirit is always willing. But we know the flesh is weak. We have a choice, church. We have a choice. That's his job. Satan. That's what he does best. The lies of Satan. He prowls like a roaring lion, seeking to devour the weak, the weak in faith. That's what he does. That's who he is. Stand strong in your faith, church. No doubting. No doubting. When doubt sees in your head, in your mind, you know that's the trick of the enemy. You know without of a doubt that's, that's not of God. Stand strong in the name of Jesus. Stand strong in your faith to overcome those things. Stand strong, church. Romans 8.37 Knowing all these things, we, we, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. See, church, you're not just a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Because you are united in Jesus with a living faith. A living and active faith, church. And we will be victorious over Satan if we stand strong in our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The evil spirits came up against Jesus when he walked this earth. But they were scared. They were scared. If you stand strong in your faith, those same evil spirits would be scared of you. They will flee from you because of your faith in Christ. You have the power, church, to overcome. Let's walk in it. Let's walk in it. Let's live in it. Second Corinthians, for we live by faith, not by sight. We live by faith, not by sight. We do not let what we see or go through overtake us. Because our faith is in Christ. And we stand strong in our faith in Jesus. As the body of Christ, we band together in our faith. And there's nothing more powerful. Nothing in this world more powerful. Than the body of Christ. And our faith in Jesus. As we band together, there's nothing more powerful. Nothing. 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 
Demons tremble when we stand together. Mountains move when we stand together, church. Sickness and disease disappear when we stand together. We walk by faith in the conviction that what is right will prevail. That what is right will prevail, church. By faith, we shall overcome. By faith, we shall overcome. Just like our ancestors overcame. They endured all of that. Why? Why? Not in their own strength. It's impossible to endure all of that in your own strength. We'll never be strong enough to do that, ever. We don't even have to go through that. But the little things that we even go through, we think about giving up because we try to do things in our own strength and not through the one that's in us, Jesus. Jesus. Staying strong in Christ, not in yourself. We get weak. We get weary. We try to endure. Move yourself out of the way. Call on the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to endure this. I live for you. My faith stands strong in you, oh Lord. Help us. When our minds are weak, when our bodies are weak, when we feel we can't even go no more. But we have our faith. We have Jesus. And Jesus has blessed us with each other. Brothers and sisters in Christ. The strong right hand of God. The strong right hand of God. We are overcomers. We are overcomers, church. Trust and believe it. 1 John 5, 4. For everyone who has been born of God, believing in Christ, overcomes the world. There it is. There it is. It is Written, it is written. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. We have to put that there and there. Walk in, walk in. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. This is the victory. Our faith, church, our faith. Our faith. Hallelujah. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, you can overcome this world. You can overcome this world, church. If you are a believer, that's not my words. That's God's word. That's God's word. 
If you have trusted in Jesus by faith, you have already conquered this world. You have already conquered this world and everything that comes with it. Everything. Stop doubting. Trust. Stop doubting. Trust. Trusting your faith. Trusting your faith. The faith that saved you has been given, has given you spiritual victory over the enemy. Spiritual victory. He can play tricks with your mind all day long. You have spiritual victory. Spiritual victory is the victory that you can't even see yet. That you can't even see yet. That cannot be touched by the enemy. It overcomes evil spirits. It overcomes it. It crushes it. It crushes it, church. Walk in the spirit and live in the spirit and not in the flesh. You will be an overcomer. You will be an overcomer. Because of your faith, you believe that you can do all things through Christ Jesus. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Because of your faith, you can do all things through Christ Jesus. Because of your faith. Because of your faith, church, you trust that the one that is in you is greater than the one that's in this world. Because of your faith. Because of your faith. Walk in it. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. If there is no resistance, why do we need faith? If there is no resistance, why do we need faith, church? So don't be surprised when it comes upon you. Don't be surprised when it comes upon you, church. 1 Peter 4. Beloved, do not be surprised. Do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. To test you. Do not be surprised. Do not be surprised. As though something strange happening to you. It's not strange. It's not strange. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's suffering that walk to the cross. That you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Be prepared. Don't be surprised. Be prepared, church. Be prepared. Be prepared. Hallelujah. Don't be surprised. This world is not for us. It's not for you. You were born in it, yes. But it's not of God. It's not of God. We want to be victorious like Christ. Well, we have to suffer like Christ. We have to endure like Christ. Remember, Christ is the mark. Christ is the goal. Christ suffered. So that we can be free. Even though we will suffer, we will endure. We will endure and overcome because Christ Jesus endured and overcame 
That's who we are. The church. The body of Christ. The church. The church. Whatever form of suffering God has for you, whatever form, whatever that may be, church, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Be prepared. Be prepared and rejoice in great joy. Because when we as Christians suffer, when we endure, we are blessed. We are blessed, and we will be blessed. That's his word. That's the word of God. That's the word of God. If you are suffering, endure. Endure. You're not alone. You're never alone. Jesus is with you. Jesus is in you. The spirit lives in you. You have the body of Christ surrounding you. Call on Jesus in prayer. Anyone who needs prayer to help them endure, to help them overcome. Call on your brothers and sisters. Allow the power of the Holy Spirit to be active and work and work and work. You won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed, church. God's promises are for overcomers. They're for us, for you, for me. We are overcomers. God's promises are for us. Read them. Oh, my goodness. Read the promises of God. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. Read them. Read them. To those that overcome, God says, I will give you the right to eat from the tree of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God says, I know about your suffering, your poverty. But he says, you're rich. He says, you are rich. He says, you are poor in the world. You're poor in the world. But you are rich in faith and in love. That nothing in this world can overtake. You are rich in faith and in love. Hallelujah. The Lord says to the one who overcomes, will be clothed in white garments. And, will, and he will never blot their names out of the book of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Encourage yourself to be overcomers, church, through the word of God. Encourage yourself. This life is filled with adversity. Jesus never said it would be what? Easy. Never said it. Never said it. Never said it. Can't point it out. He never said it. <laughs> he said you will have trouble. But he said overcome. Overcome, church. Every day we face trials. And tribulations of all kinds. But Jesus said overcome. Overcome. Hallelujah. So allow the Holy Spirit, church, to build us up in our faith. To build us up in our faith. So that we can be overcomers. 
so that we can be overcomers. Together, together we are powerful. Always continue to pick your brother and your sister up that may be weak in their faith. Pick them up. Pick them up. Pray for them. We have a prayer line that you can text anyone who needs prayer. Our motto is we love God and we love people. So let's lean on each other. Let's lean on each other, church. Let us stand in prayer. I want to pray over Psalms 27, verse 5. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war breaks out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only I do seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Hallelujah. To gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Hallelujah. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me, O Lord. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me, Lord. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been helpful. You have been a helper. Do not reject me or forsake me. God, my Savior, though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desires of my foes for false witnesses. Rise up against me spouting malice accusations. But Lord, we remain confident, confident of this, that we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart and wait for the Lord. These altars are open. God bless us.